Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. Welcome to This Week in Salsa. I am your host, Rob Castellucci. And today, no guest. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about how to learn most effectively uh, in salsa and how to get better quicker. So this is something I've thought quite a bit about, especially when I was first starting to learn and I really wanted to make these big strides in my improvement in dancing. Uh, I want to see not necessarily shortcuts, that's not what this is about, but ways to increase your effectiveness on the things that you're spending time doing, right? So at this point, um, I'm kind of taking it from the angle of somewhere you are already passionate about dance. You're passionate about salsa, you want to get better, so how can you increase that rate at which you improve? So, uh, but again, I don't want to just gloss over that first part there. I mean, having motivation and having passion for this really is key. That's that's the entry point because if you're not really interested in this, and especially even for just the interest in the dance, it's going to be really tough to have that continuing motivation to want to improve and want to uh, try these different tools out to get better faster. So, I mean, I can't speak about that enough. Having that initial passion, that initial real strong interest in salsa uh, is, is really key. So besides that, let's talk about what comes next. So first is defining actionable goals. So you always hear about goals with pretty much everything you do. You have to have goals and dancing really is no different. But I think that a lot of times, and I make this mistake too, where we set these goals in a way that they're so broad. Let's say for instance, I want to improve at salsa. That doesn't really tell me anything, right? Uh, it's a very general goal of a set of an intention of what I want to do, which is improve at salsa dancing. But what we wanna do is try to define that down further into an actionable goal. So the way you can tell if you've hit an actionable goal is that once you have your actionable goal, then below that, the next, if you're thinking of it kind of like a a family tree, so you have your actionable goal, actually you have your very broad goal of I want to improve at salsa and then you have your actionable goal which may be let's say you've identified that not knowing the beat for salsa songs and not being able to pick up that one count is really hurting your progress so then your actionable goal may be uh, improve at identifying the counts in salsa so that's your actionable goal and then right below that are these tasks that that then fall into line as things that you can do that don't fall down further into additional branches on the tree so i want to be able to find the salsa beat and from that it may be i'm going to spend each day uh, listening to salsa music with the overlay of the one counts there are plenty of videos on youtube like that where they'll play the salsa song and on top of that you can see where the one count is so maybe that's one strategy uh, another strategy may be uh, i'm going to Uh, work on uh, maybe mirroring someone else who's dancing next to me who I know knows the counts. That's something that I did quite a bit was uh, I would look at someone who I knew, hey, this guy knows where the one count is. So I'm going to kind of error check myself against them, which kind of brings us into a different point, which we'll talk about, which is feedback loops. But having that actionable goal and not something too broad really is important so that then you can know where to place your focus for tasks day to day this is how i'm going to improve so that's one thing 
Uh, second thing, okay, let's talk about feedback loops. Uh, video, video is absolutely huge to your improvement. You should be videoing yourself at least once a week dancing. Have a friend film you. I know that people sometimes feel uncomfortable with seeing themselves on video. You don't have to post this on YouTube. This can just be for yourself, but really try to get a video of yourself each week of you dancing. and you are going to notice things through that video that you would never realize or never be able to even tell even if your instructor told you this. So you'll see where you're off beat. Uh, you will see things in your form about your posture is a big one that I caught when I started filming myself. Uh, you'll also see the moves that you tend to do. You can just kind of go outside of your brain and have this larger perspective on yourself. Plus, it's really fun to have uh, these videos over time to really see your improvement. And that's also a big motivating factor when you actually can see visually yourself improving. Uh, the second one out of that feedback loop is asking people for feedback. So not just your instructor, but certainly asking your instructor to say things like, hey, can you watch me do this move? Let me know what you see wrong. Uh, but also your female followers, the people that you dance with after that dance, if you know them a little bit, definitely talking to them or just talking to them outside of class. If you go and grab a beer with someone, just ask them what you think that you can improve on your lead or for the ladies on your follow. And you know, if, if you're doing it, some people may say, oh, they'll, they won't want to tell me that would be awkward. But if you just frame it as, hey, I'm looking to improve. I really want you to be honest with me. Uh, no hard feelings. Just tell me where I suck, right? I know I suck in certain places, but it will really help me if you let me know exactly how much I suck and in which way, what ways. So having that kind of honest dialogue with people that you dance with, as well as your instructors, really is critical as well. Uh, the next one is about leveraging your existing strengths. So for this one, I specifically mean how you learn. So I, I did a blog post about this a few weeks back where we talked about uh, people learn through three main ways, which is audio, visual, and kinesthetic. Right? Audio, you listen to things, and that's really how you best remember information. Uh, visual, you want to see it, maybe through a YouTube video. And kinesthetic is you actually want to do it yourself. You want to touch it. You want to feel it. You want to be doing it with your body. So when you've identified which way works best for you and which way you retain the most information, then you can start guiding all the time that you're spending improving on salsa towards that way. So instead of wasting your time on audio when you never remember stuff that people tell you, you can instead spend a lot more of your time maybe on visual by watching a lot of YouTube videos. So knowing how you learn is one of these meta skills that's really going to help out with salsa, but also with a lot of other different things that you do, whatever it may be. We're talking dancing, non-dancing, business, personal, whatever. Next up, uh, this is uh, very much more tactical, which is something I did. Uh, there is this principle and, and theory, and there's research on this, that when you are going in and out of states of consciousness is when your mind is most receptive to new ideas. So when are those during the day? Those are usually when you are waking up from or going to sleep. So first thing in the morning when you wake up, last thing at night right before you go to bed, those are the times where if you are trying to acquire a new skill, those are the best times to soak that information into your subconscious mind. 
Well, what I did was first thing when I woke up in the morning, I actually had a list of things that I was not doing that I wanted to do or things I were doing that I did not think were very good. So things like if my posture was rounded, I actually had a real bad problem with my hands. I had like the T-Rex hands, if you know what I'm talking about. So where your hands kind of curl over and I was doing that subconsciously and I hated it. So every day in the morning and when I went to bed, I actually just had a little index card I made up and I uh, reminded myself not to do that. So um, it's that, it can also be visualizing, so visualizing a great dance, watching a YouTube video, any kind of exposure to information during those two times of the day is a force multiplier compared to doing it during the course of the day, right? So think about being smart with your time in that case and using that morning and evening time when you're slipping in and out of states of consciousness to work on these skills that you're trying to acquire. Uh, the second thing on that same note, when we talk about sleep, uh, I'm going to nerd out a little bit here, but there are um, certain waves when you go to sleep. Uh, they're called delta waves, which are most associated with long-term memory. So what happens is you go throughout the course of your day and you are uh, getting exposed to new information. Let's say you take some workshops. So you learn some new turn patterns. Maybe the instructor gives you some uh, some kind of tactical ideas you hadn't thought about so much, but you want to remember. Uh, and then you go to bed. When you go to bed that night, that process of going to sleep, the delta waves are really what transform those short-term memories of the day into long-term memories that you're going to retain and incorporate into your long-term memory. Um, so the more effective you are at getting those delta waves sleep and transferring into the long-term memory, the more rapidly that you will improve as a dancer. Uh, so the benefit of good sleep is absolutely huge. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of positive, good sleep, eight hours of sleep, sleep hygiene, Google it, um, but very uh, many people have poor sleep hygiene. Uh, but on that same note, if you want to increase the amount of your delta waves that you get during the night, there's this smart drug, it's called Hooperzine or Hyperzine A, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but you should Google it, um, it's definitely out there. So. Uh, the smart drug, basically what it does is it increases the amount of delta waves that you get during the night, and so you're going to remember more of whatever you learned during that last waking period. Now, I do want to give a little disclaimer. This is a drug. It is over-the-counter. You don't need a prescription. You can order on Amazon, uh, but it is a smart drug, so you are somewhat messing with your mind in this case. So for that reason, I would say try it once. It's not going to do any harm one time. Um, this is not the kind of drug that you want to take every day. Absolutely not. I think they recommend no more than two or three days in a row. I would say no more than at the times where you're really being exposed to a ton of information. So let's say you're going to a Congress, doing three, four workshops in a given day, uh, that would be a good opportunity to take this. But I take it, but I take it very, very sparingly because the mind is a sensitive instrument, right? You don't wanna mess with it too much. So doing this every day is a prescription for uh, messing up your brain a little bit. But I think in the short term, it definitely is safe to have once or twice in, um, in intermittent periods. Uh, the next up here is uh, really regularity, right? So humans, we are creatures of habits. We like to do things over and over again. So use this strength and understand that the more often that you think about, do, or expose yourself to salsa, the better that you are going to improve. Because what happens is, uh, 
we all start out when we first start learning this dance as a little stream you know a stream of water very thin very shallow and little by little every time that you think about or learn something in dancing you access that same stream and it gets bigger and wider and deeper right and that's building those neural pathways those streams in your mind so as those grooves get bigger and bigger um, that's when you start to see these real improvements because it becomes part of your um, you you basically normalize it to the way that you think so for that reason if you uh, we see this all the time and I was guilty of this when I first started learning is I would go to class once a week two hours and that was it and I was not seeing gains in my dancing my ability to dance and very simply it was listen one day a week is just not enough to improve right I know people who have been dancing for six seven eight years and they are not that good because they're only going to the classes and only going one day a week so really to be good at this stuff you want to be going a minimum of three or four days a week when I was in my big learning phase you know my my salsa hell gotta get out of this phase I was going five six seven days a week doing something right it doesn't have to be dancing every night because in Gainesville where I'm from it's kind of tough to find dancing every night of the week but you could uh, you could dance at socials you could go to classes you could watch on YouTube you could practice shadow dancing in your home you can listen to uh, listen to interviews with people on YouTube uh, you can just have conversations with your friends about salsa whatever you want to do but accessing those salsa neural pathways on a regular basis even for a small amount of time that's gonna be really beneficial to your growth uh, next one you want to hopefully early on pick out one of these dancers that you see on YouTube or in your local community that you really like their style when you watch them dance it excites you and when you find that person hopefully they have some stuff on YouTube or you can video them doing some things but expose yourself to that person and try to model your dancing after them now this is not to say that we should try to dance exactly like other people but in the early days I found that that was really helpful for me to model myself to a certain point after someone else who I knew that's like the kind of dancing that really excites me and then when you get to a certain point you know you either move on to another person or you try to create your own style right but you know people say hey you should express yourself your your own style you know don't copy others but honestly what is creativity right creativity is the combining of pre-existing ideas that is what creativity is right so how can you be creative with your dance with your movement if you don't have anything to draw from that's why I, I like much more the model of you know let me mirror this guy let me improve myself in association with this person learn some of their moves learn some of their style their technique their form their approach their uh, body language to dancing and then I'm gonna look at someone else and a couple of people and then you can start to synthesize and say well I'm gonna take this from this this from here maybe this from my break dancing days right and you can take from all these different areas to then create your own unique style but working from a base of nothing that's really tough to do so pick that person expose yourself to them in person on YouTube at congresses uh, wherever it is but try to find that one person that really excites you with the way you dance and try to model after them uh, next one I, I mentioned in the beginning of this post about being motivated to dance and that motivation hopefully is what 
gives you the spark to want to really improve. But uh, I like to think of motivation like showering, uh, which is that you should do it every day, right? It isn't just being motivated once and then never being motivated again. You want to try to expose yourself to motivation through the people in your community. But I've found that one of the best motivating ways for me is when you understand that this is a global community of people where I can go to any city in the country and I can find people who dance my style and share common values as myself, that's really motivating. So I think going to these congresses, these festivals, events around the country, not just in your city, but other cities in your state, other states, other parts of the world, um, when you do that, it really does, at least for myself, motivate me to want to continue improving. So whenever you're in a plateau, in a lull with your improvement, with your dancing, try getting out there. Try going to different events and exposing yourself to these people. And I think that will really help you with continuing along this path. Uh, this, this next one is probably the most important one, right? So if I had to pick one thing that I'd prescribe everyone to do in order to improve most quickly is social dance. So you probably heard this before, social dancing. My theory on social dancing is this. If you never social dance, that is the equivalent of if you take, uh, let's say you go to college, right? And you take all these classes, but you know that none of the classes have any tests or quizzes and everyone gets an A right? There is no reason that during your classes, you're going to pay much attention or take good notes or do the homework because you know, eh, you know, no test. What's the reason? Uh, for salsa, the test in my mind is social dancing, maybe performances as well, but that's a different kind of test. For me, it's social dancing. So getting out there and be able to effectively social dance is the test, hopefully a couple of times a week to measure your progress against and know that, hey, let me bust my ass this week to make sure that I'm improving, that I am uh, improving my lead, improving my follow, improving my patterns, improving my understanding of the music so that when I get out there and social dance, I don't look like an idiot or I, I can hold my own, right? So making that commitment to social dancing really gives you the leverage. It burns the ships behind you so that you know there's only one way moving forward and it's gonna really motivate you to improve. So that's my list of ways to both tactically, strategically, there were a couple of different mixes in there of ways that you can improve your dancing. So for joining us uh, follow us on twitter at this week in salsa check us out on facebook same thing this week in salsa give me an email if you have any questions comments about today's show that's rob at this and don't forget to check out the podcast in itunes and on stitcher
Para que te agarres 